0: Piscod Wibbly Wobbly This is a story about a very silly villain A very silly villain with a very silly name The name of this villain is Piscod Wibbly Wobbly which is Welsh and apparently translates to jellyfish This very silly story about a very silly villain with a very silly name happens near the not-so-silly Aberystwyth It's a town in Wales and features a river right through the heart of it. I've never been to Aberystwyth, but I'm told it's very nice. What's not so nice is that Aberystwyth is home to this very silly villain with a very silly name, and this very silly villain with a very silly name is on a mission. You see, the problem with being a person is that people die. We come up with big plans that seem never-ending, but only get given a small amount of time to enact them. The average human lifespan is just 4,000 weeks, and if that sounds like a long time to you, all of human civilization has only been around for about 230,000 weeks. Most jellyfish live between one and three years, but there's a very special breed that is biologically immortal and could, under ideal conditions, live for thousands of years. And so our story starts in a deep underground bunker, ten miles beneath the city of Aberystwyth, and with our villain, Piscod Wibbly Wobbly, though his real name is... Bradley. The bunker was damp, dark, and smelled of mould. Its doors, metal and heavy and covered in bolts, would creak loudly on their hinges. The entire bunker was organised in a long straight line, and right at the end, a dull blue glow illuminated Bradley, sat at his desk. I'm so nearly there, ha 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 he cackled. The light was coming from a very large jellyfish tank filled with thousands of specimens. If I can just extract the DNA of these creatures and work out how to regenerate my cells, I can live forever. This had been Bradley's obsession for decades. He was nearly 60, greying and old, pale and cold. Hunched over his desk, he was staring at his latest calculations. A DNA spiral doodled in the corner of his nearby notebook, and lots and lots of numbers on a flickering screen that was far too close to his face. On the floor around him, and stacked up to the ceiling, were more stacks of old paper. Old calculations, old ideas, old obsessions. Things he had tried that didn't work. Things that went wrong. "'Yes, yes,' he said, frantically scribbling. "'I can feel it! I know I'm onto something this time!' The jellyfish in the tanks around him continued to swirl, sweeping gently in circles like the hands of a clock, and continued to emit a loud and constant hum that Bradley, sorry, Piscod Wibbly Wobbly, had gotten used to. If anyone else were here, the noise might have driven them insane.' But it's funny how you can tune out even the most pressing annoyances and continue entirely oblivious to them, if you want. The noise had almost certainly affected his hearing. No longer could Bradley hear the radio that had been playing non-stop since he entombed himself in his work, or see, actually, very well in the sun when he stepped outside. So long had he spent in his bunker, that his eyes could no longer cope with the bright and harsh reality of the day. Yes! That's it! That's got to be it! Bradley yelled. It was the sort of triumphant shout that would normally be accomplished by a leap in the air and maybe a fist pump. But so old was Bradley that he didn't have much mobility. Instead, he simply got up and walked over to the tank, placing a single finger on it and purposefully running it down the front of the tank his face illuminated by the eerie blue glow of the water and the shadows of immortality dancing across his face, he cackled, I finally have it! I finally have it all figured out! Looking again down the bunker's tunnel and at the large tank at the end, Bradley's desk was to the right, to the left, a strange contraption of his own making. A big semicircle, dome-shaped, was suspended by chains from the ceiling, with wires of different colours pouring out of the top. Yellow, blues, and reds and browns. The welding was poor, and the bolts looked the same as on the bunker door. The entire contraption sort of looked like an upside-down jellyfish. A mess of wires instead of tentacles. It was Bradley, sorry... It was Piscod Wibbly Wobbly's goal to immortalise himself. Because when you're immortal, you can do anything, right? He had plans for complete world domination, for statues erected in his honour, to finally write himself into the history books forever and ever and ever. Beneath this crown of wires and contorted metal, Piscord wibbly-wobbly sat. The stool was wooden and decaying from the damp, the floor lightly wet with water that had been seeping out of the tanks for decades. Never fixing them, all he ever did was to top the water up, "'There was a comically large lever in the ground "'and a series of buttons and pulleys all around him. "'It's time,' he said. "'It's finally time! "'I've been working on this for all of my life "'and now, finally, I can live forever!' "'He pulled a lever and a large hissing noise began. "'The metal helmet fell onto his head "'in a way that looked like it hurt, but he didn't react.' He slipped his hands into gloves that were placed either side of the stall and looked one more time at the tanks of jellyfish, the ones that had mastered biological immortality. He cackled as he reached out for the lever, gave it a sharp tug, sending electricity through his body and through the tank. The lights on the computer lit up and the screen started flashing. "'Yes!' he yelled. "'I can feel it! It's happening!' The lights on the tank then went out with a loud bang. The computer, in charge of making the process work, also went black. No! No! He whimpered. I was so close this time! I was so close! This was attempt number 332, and, like the 331 attempts before it, it didn't work. He was no closer, and the constant experimentation had worn him out. The loud hum of the tank had stopped, and finally, he could think. With a tremendous sigh, sat in the dark and damp bunker that he had spent most of his life in, he finally uttered the words that had been on his mind for so long. Ah, I give up. The gentle drip of the tank echoed throughout the bunker. Drip, 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 drip like a clock ticking. But unlike the tank, he couldn't fill his life back up with time. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Time he had spent in seclusion, away from the people he loved. Turned off the world above him and spending week after week chasing after a goal that would never come. But this story doesn't end in a sad way. No. This story has a very happy ending indeed. Once Bradley, who no longer wanted to go by the very silly name Piscord Wibbly Wobbly and simply by the name Brad, had finally decided to stop chasing after such a never-ending and unachievable goal, he got his life in order. He destroyed his work, he cleared the bunker, he got a haircut, finally, and moved the jellyfish to the local aquarium. For the longest time, he thought he had wasted his weeks, but he soon came to the realisation he hadn't done that at all. You see, in trying to work out the secret to immortality, Bradley had actually really figured out how to give a really good life to others, to the animals he cared for, which were now pride of place in his local aquarium. Rumour has it that Bradley still works there, taking care of those same jellyfish today. And although he'd never admit it, he also secretly still loves being called Piscod Wibbly Wobbly.